to your soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Loud, and her variety of guests on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guest's mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Celestial Spoon, and thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guest. I hope you are feeling well today and are accomplishing a lot with spring cleaning and the change of seasons. You can find my free report, Seven Ways You Receive Spiritual Messages, on my website, www.catherinemlab.com. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can sign up through my website. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. I am thrilled today to be interviewing Audrey S. Arby of Goddess Heart LLC. Audrey is a born transformational catalyst, mystic, intuitive. She is a number one international best-selling author with her latest book, Raising Race Consciousness, Healing Racism, Sexism, and Other Isms, as well as an award-winning artist and former public access TV producer in New York City. Audrey uses her metaphysical and clairvoyant gifts to empower people's growth and evolution in private sessions, groups, seminars, lectures, art, books, and as she knows, it is time for us as individuals and as a species to become the next level of being. I'm really excited to introduce you to Audrey and look forward to learning more on how she helps others. Hi, Audrey. I'm so glad that you're here because we have so much in common. I want to share our abilities and skills and have our listeners learn more on spirituality. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Catherine, for that wonderful intro. It sounds (laughs) sounds very impressive. Thank you so very much. I'm very pleased to be here. That's a lot of great information, and I love sharing with people because... They're not going to know unless I tell them what you do and then get into the conversation. So I'm happy to do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. And as you know, I, um, I do a card reading for my guests, um, a one-card reading in the beginning, 
and everyone, we are going to be treated today because Audrey will do a reading as she sees fit, either with a card or just her psychic abilities, and do a reading for myself. So the deck that I'm using is the Archangel deck, and the card is Claire Sentience. So as, um, as we know, you said that you're clairvoyant, but... Um, what other people may not recognize, most people hear the word clairvoyant and don't know the others. So clairsentient basically means that you you have the feeling and you just have the knowing. And yep. this card is Archangel Rag- Raguel. Notice your recurring physical and emotional feelings as they signify divine guidance. Now, this card is meant for a lot of my audience because at the same time, I would like you to recognize that if you're feeling and just knowing something, pay attention to it, because that would be a message from God, the divine, the universe. And I feel it's very strong that you should really um, listen, listen to these messages and put them into action in your life. Now, Audrey, this card is beautiful because it's got all gold, the wings are gigantic, and the light shining from this angel's heart is beautiful, and so much light shining out of it, and I can feel the warmth coming from you through this card, and I see a lot of swirling going on, so it's a lot of activity that I feel your powers and energy is so strong that you can look at a person and just know what they're feeling and you're able to sense things and guide them very easily. Is this true? Yeah. I mean, I'm born that way. I, that's why I call myself a born mystic intuitive. I have a certain mindset and consciousness. I'm born with it. And when I studied with uh, Patricia Hayes, different than Louise Hayes, uh, now she has her own university, actually. Then it was the Patricia Hayes School of Inner Sense Development. Now it's Delphi University. She told me that uh, there's something about the way I'm made, that uh-huh. if people hang out with me and if they especially work with me, they'll transform, that I'm a catalyst for transformation. I'm made that way, which is why I call myself a transformational catalyst. Yeah, I am mega-intuitive, and I'm okay. very clear-sentient, I can feel stuff. And okay. Yeah, that's normal for me. Okay. It's astounding so to me when people I, say I they can't. Say again? Right. I don't know until I'm talking with somebody their actual skills, so I'm glad I was able to say this before we started the conversation. Like I said, though, is... Um, exactly how you explain it, is all the energy in this card is the energy coming from you that, as you said, you're born with it. Now, when you were a child, do you remember just knowing things? Oh, yeah. Do you want me to read you first? Do you want me to do that? What do you want to do? It's your show. What shall I do? Well, I just want to know a little bit more about, um, you said that you're a a born psychic and all of this came natural as being born. So um, 
How strong was it when you were a child? Okay, I call myself a born mystic intuitive because as a kid, I would sense things, know things, feel things, and to me this is normal. And I was astounded, sometimes I still am, that other people couldn't see or feel or sense what was literally so obvious to me. And I'm the firstborn of three, and sometimes when I, by the time I was 10, I would, thinking I'm helping my mom, I would sometimes tell her certain things, whether it was about my little brother or other things, and I meant to be of help. And sometimes it <laughs> it wasn't always taken as such because my mom sometimes felt that me being a little girl, what did I know? And so having some of these gifts, it's important for anyone who's listening, for everyone, that not everybody knows how to appreciate that. It's a little different now. Now it's much more common to discuss this. When I was born, not so much. Okay, it wasn't part of the culture. It just wasn't. It's now very much part of the culture, depending, of course, on who one is, where they live, what their family is, all this kind of stuff. So I'm like this little walking around feeling thing that can feel and sense. And do you do astrology on this show? Can I say anything about astrology? Oh, you could say anything, yes. Oh, good, because some shows not as much. Some are born Cancerian. And Cancerians, many of us, have a natural ability to sense and feel. And I am very, very, very feeling, very much so. Me too. And sensitive, a lot, mm-hmm. even within Aries Ascendant, yeah. I didn't know that it was clear sentience, and I always thought that I had these major health problems and everything, and I would get depressed when it was amongst certain people and not understand it. And then I was at a, um, a Hay House I Can Do It conference in Canada, and Deborah King had been talking. And when I walked out of her conference, I was shaking. I was in bad shape. And she happened to be outside signing her books, and I told her how I felt. And she says, you took all the energy from the room, and you are holding it. She says, you need to let go. So I learned at that time that's what clear sentience was. And it was a horrible feeling, but at the same time, I learned that if I can control it, then it's a good thing. Well, I learned by the time, I don't remember exactly what age, but I was a child that if I didn't express certain feelings and find a way to do it, I had excruciating stomach aches. And I didn't really like excruciating stomach aches. They hurt. (laughs) So I learned early on that I had to find some kind of way. And I was a very quiet child. I was, one of my cousins told me some couple of years ago that I was intense. I didn't know I was intense. I was quiet and observing and feeling and sensing. Uh-huh. And for some people, apparently that showed up as intense. I was simply being there and feeling and sensing and making decisions inside about who and what I was going to be when I, well, certain qualities I chose to have and certain qualities I chose 
to refrain from having things I saw in other people. Mm-hmm. Like I was a little kid. I was born in Brooklyn. We moved when I was eight. But as okay. a little kid, sometimes I would sit on what we call the stoops, the steps, and I mm-hmm. would see some of the adults pass by, and I would notice, I couldn't help but notice, it was obvious, some of the sadness and pain and the way they stood. And all, And I said to myself, I'm not going to have that. I said, I'm not sure what I'm going to have, but it is not going to be that. And then I said, I was going, I told myself, I was going to keep the living life energy. I may not have used those words, but it was the meaning that I had then, and I was under eight years of age because we moved when I turned eight, through, with me throughout life. Because some of the people would sit on bridge chairs, kind of like, in, like on, on the sidewalk, and uh-huh. their eyes, some of these people scared me because they were like dead. It was like nobody home. And I wow. said, that will not be me. I'm going to keep yeah. my, my, my me, my who I am, this energy of life with me throughout life. And I will tell you, I have had certainly ups, downs, spins, and arounds and all of that kind of stuff. And my energy of life is really strong. I like it. It can be very soft, but it's it's absolutely there. I'll have this till the day I walk off the planet into the next oh, dimension. Sure. I can tell. I I can I can just feel it through our talking. It's interesting because I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but I went to um, my aunt's 90th birthday party. I hadn't seen her and my cousins for many years. And when I told my cousins that I was doing psychic readings, both of them, at, they weren't next to each other. Each said to me, but you did know things as we were growing up. And I said, oh, that's interesting because I can't remember that. Mm. I wish I could remember because that would help a whole lot in understanding some of the things in my life. Well, how about I tune in on you and let me see what I think. Okay. Yes, please. Okay, so to make it as easy as possible for me, what I ask, let me know if you're comfortable to give me this, is mm-hmm. your name, your full name, and your birthday, your full birthday. And since this Catherine. is a mini read, I could just tune in and see what's shown, or you could ask me a question, either way. But the name and the birthday make it easier for me. Do you need my maiden name or my married name? No, whatever you use now. Whatever you use now is fine. Catherine Mary Lab, May 6, 1958. Now, do you want me to tune in on this? Oh, God, okay. Hold on. So the first thing I'm being shown is you weren't always treated very well. It feels in some kind of way you were either put down, insulted, uh, what sort I want, invalidated. I know what that's like. Okay, invalidated, almost, the vibe is almost as though, I don't think this is what happened, but the vibe is almost as though you were told to sit in a corner and be quiet. And you took on that nobody wants to hear what you've got to say. And there's a sadness. Oh, my gosh. 
there is a sadness, a clump of this energy that if I were working with you, I'm an energy, I'm a bunch of things, among which is an energy healer, mystic, shaman, all of that. I would energize, not me, the ego identity called orgy, not me, not me. The energies that I work okay, so I'll say me for short. We yeah. would shift and, and, and move that because there's a part of you that still kind of taps into it and yeah. some of the cords need to be cut and sometimes it feels like you're choking or you want to spit up. Please, yeah. okay, that's not for real, but that's what it feels like. And you get scared yep. to say what you see for fear of punishment. Some of that's past life. And mm. All right. It's important for you to be clearing whatever your food intake is. You need to be drinking more water as well as more liquids right now in general. If you eat soups, I would say something like consomme is clear, 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 clear. You need to clean out your body. You need uh-huh. to honor your sexuality. I'm not going to go into detail on that because this is public. You uh-huh. need to, let me not say need to, let me say you would benefit from. Uh-huh. Allowing yourself to be pampered. Allowing yourself to have it easy. Allowing yourself to really know, not just intellectually, not because someone read it in a book, not any of that, but because you know in yourself that life, life is, in addition to being a journey, it's an adventure, it's a gift, it is meant to be, despite all of what any of us may see or have experienced on this planet, it is meant to be joyous. And when yes. you embrace that, truly embrace that and I see a lot of crying that may come from you because it's all this, all that, all of that kind of thing. When you allow yourself to really snuggle with the joyous ah, joyousness of being, you'll feel as though certain, eh, I'll just call it stuff that doesn't need to be there, yucky right. stuff, can yes most float out of your shoulders. I use the term send it to the realm of healing and light and let it go. Surround yourself generally with a lot of pink and gold and white light. Okay. And stop thinking wherever this is coming from. And if this were more lengthy, I'd get into it right now. I'm not going to. But I'm going to say stop thinking you're condemned. This is an old, old, old belief system that you've dragged along. I call it genetic karmic patterning. I defined that in my first book, The Mother's Manual, A Spiritual Impact Guide to Child-Rearing and Motherhood. It can mean stop energetic frequencies that one has taken on from past lives, from uh, uh, genetic uh, uh, um, the, the parents, and even just walking through the street and in the environment that has simply not been released. Deepak Chopra and Rudolf Tansy and some of their books are using language similar. I go deeper in terms of super brain, super genes, and the healing self. They're calling it, I don't have the biogene and, and a few other words. 
and certain things are actually being shown genetically that talk about this. What I'm talking about is even deeper and it's a frequency and you've got some stuff that you'd be better off just letting go. It can feel scary to let it go. However, when you realize, and this is for everyone, everyone, that letting go of what we no longer need. Oh, God, the guides are so funny. I have to tell you, they're just showing. Okay, so it's like going to the bathroom after one has had a meal. One does not generally judge when one releases the digested stuff that the body doesn't need. We simply let it go. And better if we used it to fertilize the land. That's a separate conversation. And let it go and then breathe. So to hold on to what's no longer needed and isn't of service in any way consciously that one knows of actually is very freeing. And the after effect is light. Lightness and ease. Okay. They're asking if you have any questions. Uh, You are exactly right. I have known for many years that there is some kind of stuff, and I have tried to release, but it hasn't happened. Because you're looking to do it yourself. That's not something one can do with oneself. That's why we have facilitate. I could help you. I mean, part of the work that I do, I do it with clients. I do it in seminars. I do it privately. When I have stuff to release, and I do, we all, we all, either I go to, well, sometimes the guides will do it, and sometimes I'll go to a seminar. I have friends who are healers. We work on each other. But if someone holds on to that stuff, they don't keep their joie de vivre as they go through life. And then people come up with the belief system that as you get older, you get, like, tired and you get yucky. No, no, not the case. It's all in terms of what one has done with their emotional matrix, their thought patterns, their physical body, their energetic frequencies, their belief systems, and their ability to laugh, their ability to laugh. And no one needs to tell me that we're living at a time of, I call it purification. We're in the purification time. So it's important for us to really take literally charge of who we are and either choose to evolve or choose to be stuck. I work with people who choose to evolve, even if they haven't a clue how. If they choose it, I'll work with them. And And they do evolve. And I... I let everybody know that my life is pretty much an open book, and thank you for sharing all this. Um, thank you. I, I am trying, and I am evolving where I can, and I believe that my spirituality is helping me release some of this stuff, and that's exactly what it feels like is that yuck. And, <laughs> and um, you know... My, my audience knows that I attempted suicide in 2014, and that was mostly because I was tired of living a sick life. Oh, and, my goodness. I knew none of that. Well, that's, that was God's answer to a prayer that I said, please help me start feeling better. 
So once I was in the hospital, I knew I was going to feel better and everything was going to get better. But it's because I have all this heaviness, and I call it my disposal system is what's all out of whack all the time. I've had surgeries, removed most of my colon, and the problem's still there. So, so the guides are asking. The guides Sorry? are asking. The guides are asking. How much do you love yourself? For real. I love myself, I guess, 90%. Okay. Yes. And now they're at, now, if you want me to stop this, let me know, because this is what I do. Guides are Go asking, ahead. what about that next 10% and beyond? There's nothing to hold back. They're reminding right. that we do not have to be what any of us might call perfected beings, and now they're poking at me. Okay, we could love ourselves in the midst of the process of wherever it is we're going. And just so you know, there was a time in my life that I literally banned myself from going out if I didn't release that extra five pounds. Five pounds. And if I was still carrying that five pounds, I literally would not allow myself out the door. Okay. Okay, I'm not in that I'm space now. What do you I'm a, say again? I'm about 40 extra pounds. Well, that's a process, Madeira. I have another mm -hmm. book called Vin Vigor Vitality Vegan. It'll okay. give you health information and recipes. You don't have to be a vegan. I'm mostly mm -hmm. raw vegan myself. However, it'll give you a bunch of options that will enhance your health. I did look over your website, and I did see that. So um, I did plan on purchasing it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Yes. Can I tell people my website? We're going to have a whole yes, new website. Can. Okay. Yes. Is it up? Uh, the new website is due up the 27th of this month. And okay. right now, if you go to it, you'll see like like something being structured. It's called Audrey Now, A U D R. Y-E-N-O-W dot com. And I have a temp up right now, but really that would <laughs> I could just get you confused. It's Audrey now. A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W dot com. And it will show me as the healer, the speaker, the artist, the author, uh, what else? All the stuff I do. I'll mm -hmm. be writing blogs, there'll be videos, there'll be audios, there'll be all of that. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. um, well, that's know. only a week away. So, yes, that's the, the intention. Um, that's the intention. Mercury's direct yeah. now. Yay! So yes, that's all right. Congratulations. Dad. Hello? Yes, I'm right here. I'm sorry. Did you? Okay. What, did, what did you ask? Um, no, that's congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. I I created my own website and I'm ever changing it as things come up. My new route now is organization, oh. and I think when I let a lot of my stuff go, then a lot of my internal stuff is going to release. So that's part of how it goes. Okay, so I pulled a card. 
I used okay. a deck called Soul Cards by a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful artist, healer, mystic named Deborah Koff, K-O-F-F. Okay. And this particular card, and these are very unique, okay. shows a woman with a lot of light that sort of looks like a leaf coming out of her head, and she's holding this beautiful flower, and that's on the left side, and on the right side there's, like, by her side, and with her arm kind of around, this child is, um, like, they're moving forward. And then there's, depending on how you look at it, there could be two kids, it could be others. So this is a woman who's releasing and yet filled with energy and light and moving forward, holding this beautiful blossom of some kind with her and with her arm around one, possibly two children, depending on how one chooses to see this. And she's got a calm demeanor about her. And that's what's required now on the earth, by the way, calmness. Going beyond this whole thing about fighting this and fighting. Mm. Mm -hmm. I saw somebody posting something about, I am fighting for peace. I laughed. You don't fight for peace. It's a contradiction in terms. That's right. You stand for peace. You be peace. You take actions to peace. (laughs) You emanate peace. You take steps. (laughs) In my second seminar in the Raising Race Consciousness series, the third one is May 19th, I called it going beyond. So it okay. isn't about the sitting around bemoaning. That doesn't work. Acknowledging whatever stuff is there and go beyond. Going beyond. Yeah. I called it going beyond to freedom. Winning without resisting or fighting. The current one is taking clarity into our lives. Who can you and we be now? I'm going to be working with enhancing stem cells, DNA, programming, stuff like that. Oh, that's wonderful. That sounds great. Wow. Yes, you have a lot of events coming up, don't you? Well, that's one of them. That's the seminar, and that's in Lauderdale Lakes. I look forward to when I'm able to have somebody recorded. I'm checking with one of my clients who said he would love to do that. I would love to have him do it. So oh, yes. that might be it. So people certainly can attend that. That's a big yes. And okay. Can I give a phone number? Yes, you can. Okay, folks, you can reach me at 561 717 Nine nine six five. That's five six one seven one seven nine nine six five. I have a toll free number. That one is eight 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 seven five seven three two two three. I could do readings anywhere. By the way, you could be in Europe or Africa. I can still do a reading. And the seminars right now in person. When I finally have them videoed, then they'll be on the website, and then we can do it in another way. There is a yes, piece exactly. of that one. Yeah, I'm doing a free a free presentation at the Lauderdale uh, 
Center Library. That's on May 5th. That one's called Creating Diversity with Ease and Grace. And I now, will... um, I, want, I want people to know that this is in Florida. Yes, I'm in everybody, this is in Florida. I'm in the Fort Lauderdale area. This is definitely in Florida, where it is still warm. Yes. <laughs> it's in the 50s here in New York. Oh, my Lord. That's where I'm from. I am definitely yes. in the, from New York. Well, I was when I was born, I lived in Astoria, right next to the park. Okay. Well, I'm a, although I was born in Brooklyn, that uh -huh. was a minute and a half ago. I'm a Manhattan woman and city woman through and through. Now in Florida, still New York vibe. Yeah. I'm happy about that, by the way. <laughs> Glad about that. Yes. <laughs> So if anyone's interested, really let me know, because we really do the work. And I don't amazing. know if I should give prices. Call me. I work stuff out. I'm very fair. Okay. I'm very fair. Too bad I'm not living closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just everybody that you can do readings long distance because you're in Florida and I'm in New York and you just did a reading for me, which I really appreciate. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your books a little bit. Yes. one, right? I have four books and the only one in print is What If You Are and Life is Miraculous. That's an ABC affirmation art coloring book printed on 100% post-consumer recycled paper. That's the only way I print, unless it's some other kind of completely ecological paper. My latest okay. book, I am absolutely, I'm, this, the latest book is called Raising Race Consciousness, Healing Racism, Sexism, and Other Isms. And that okay. one went number one, international bestseller in its categories. And That's the reason great. I wrote it, because people ask, why did you write that book? The reason I wrote it is that I personally choose to live in a fabulous, beautiful, amazing world where everyone of whatever background, complexion, sexual orientation, height, whatever, is treated with honor and dignity. And we all, all of us, have our opportunity fairly to be and do who we are. That's and it's certainly gotten better since I was a little kid. However, I'm going to say this in the nicest way I can, and I'm going to ask Spirit to give me the language so it doesn't, so it comes from that high place. Okay. There are people, there are people who we're all connected to whatever we want to call the God source, the goddess source, the, the, mm, the field of unlimited possibilities, source, whatever you want to call the all in all from which we come. We all have that within us, each and every one of us, no matter what we may look like, sound like, or feel like, whether we use that language or not. It's simply the way it is. However, there are people who have seemingly chosen to ignore this and act from what I call dysfunctional ego. And some of them are running amok. 
And yeah. if I allow myself, and I have to work on this, let me make that real clear. If I allow myself to get into the ego part of myself, I can get beyond upset. And yeah. spirit has told me, I'm not mm-hmm. allowed to do that. Okay, I can do that and then release it and transform and all that. But my job, they told me right now, my biggest job is to be peace and love. And everything else I do is extra. So that means I have to keep my frequency at a certain level. So whenever it goes to other levels, and I'm letting you know it does sometimes, that means I use the protective prayer. You can get the protective prayer on my website or call me. Um, 888-757-3223, leave a message. Anyway, the protective prayer is free. Spirit gave it to me, oh, in the mid-90s, so that when we're releasing stuff, including our own internal dialogue, which often can talk a whole lot of trash, it can go into the universe's love and light rather than as anger and annoyance and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. And so I, did I need to use, that. say that again? I did download that too, and I'm very interested in using it. Thank you. Yes, it is so helpful. And when you use it and you really feel it, it makes a difference. Should I tell people what it is? Yes. You can do okay, that. so the, the protect. Say something else. Say again? Unless you want to talk about something else. I'm open whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Well, the protective prayer, I can say it rather quickly. Most everyone, if you go through any kind of transformational process, junk is going to show up that you need to release. And sometimes it's yelling or screaming. And be aware, when I process, I yell and scream. I'm not, I'm, I'm there. I do it all, like, with every part of my being. And it's like if you have an orgasm, you don't go, eh. Hopefully, you have more sound come out and more response come out and more fullness. That's for anything. So the protective prayer is something the person says to the universe, to themselves. You do it alone. You don't do this with a million people unless you're in a seminar. And you tell the universe that anything, anybody you may mention in any way, shape, or form, consciously or unconsciously, including yourself, is to be protected in love and light. Any places, spaces, vibrations made available within you as a result of this process is to be filled with love and light and anyone else if they want it too. And uh, what I left some part out. Oh, yes. And you're doing this for your highest good, the highest good of all concerned and the highest good of everything with free will and free choice for all concerned. I say amen, ashe, aho. I left out one little bit, but it's there on the website. Audrey now, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W dot com. And again, you can always email me, Audrey now at Gmail. A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W at Gmail. In terms of the book, okay, I'm looking to see how to say this. There's a lot of denial in a lot of people about whether racism exists or sexism exists. And so I use examples of where it exists. I mean, even in, what's the name of that coffee place that I don't really do coffee? It's that coffee place that a lot, yes, Starbucks. Starbucks. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Just in the past few days, in the past week or so, that I saw on Facebook, they, there was some issue of in there with a couple of people who were either black, brown, beige, and were treated abominably, thrown out by cops just for sitting there, and other stuff. And this wouldn't have happened to white people and right. in general. And in my book, I talk about white denial. And just so you know, folks, I'm white. Okay? Curly, dark hair, because I enhance the color. Okay? But I'm born <laughs> in what people call white. And when I discovered in my 20s that I really liked black, brown, beige people, this Mm -hmm. was the breakthrough. I wasn't raised. I was raised in a pretty much white environment. So I have lived a multicultural, multiracial, multi-this-and-that life for many, many years now. It's normal for me. It's easy for me. In fact, to be only amongst the one and not the other, there's always a missing for me because there's a different vibration in all of us. And all together, we make this most amazing mosaic and tapestry. And with pieces missing, it's missing. And I'm an artist. And one doesn't want something missing in a beautiful piece of art. Look at the planet. We don't only have one color flower. (laughs) We we don't only have one color in the sunrise or the sunset. We don't only have one note that we sing. There's not only one dance step. So a lot of the isms are from insecurity and fear because whomever it is that's running around with it, there's some glitch in that person or group loving themselves and or not knowing whom the other group might be. Now, I am not saying that every human being in every group in every category is on the highest plane. No, I am definitely not saying that. What I am saying is that every group in every race, which we're one race, but every coloration, every nationality, every religion or non-religion, every anything, every sexual orientation, every gender, whatever, there are people of the highest, of the highest, of the most amazing, and people not so great. And that means any group, any group. That's right. And so pick and choose. Pick and choose. And if somebody, anyone who's listening, finds that their particular group is all the same color, or all the same religion, branch out. Mm-hmm. Branch out. Find amazing right. people that are something else, of a different That's complexion, right. a different uh, religion, a different gender. See what they know. Because yeah. what one group doesn't know how to do, the other one will. That's right. So, yes. So together... Yeah. We're formidable in a wonderful way. Yes. And so I wrote this book. One, I'll be real personal here. I have a biracial daughter. By and, you know, not like, oh, my God, how did that happen? It happened mm-hmm. because my former spouse was mahogany colored. Okay. And our child, he's no longer on the planet. Our child, I called him my golden girl. Oh, biracial. 
And you better know that I'm doing everything I can to make the world safe for them. And my daughter and her husband have created a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful family. And on a very personal level, I want this world amazing for them and their progeny. And on a deeper level, for everyone. For everyone. Because I didn't have to write a book for my daughter. I could talk to her. I wrote it. I mean, really. I wrote it for everyone. Yes. I wrote it for all of us. And it has a seminar in it. It's funny. It's deep. Luckily, I'm a good writer. It's also been, (laughs) yes, it's also been edited. And which book did I not mention? I have four books. I think I said them all. Vinegar Vitality, Vegan. Yeah, that's PDF. The Mother's Manual is Kindle as well as PDF. Okay. Uh, What If is in print, really cool book. And Raising Race Consciousness is PDF and Kindle. Okay. Congratulations on all of them. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have two more books at some point. This year is devoted to Raising Race Consciousness, RRC as I call it. Next year I'll start on the next one. I have two more books I know I'm here to write. Okay. Yeah, I know I'm meant to continue writing too, but I think I'm stepping back from that so that I can bring more people to the world through my podcast. Yes. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And, you know, I don't get anything out of it. I only do it because I feel like the world needs to know the information you're sharing. And Thank you. The way you shared it is perfectly because it's beautiful. When my daughter was in, I think it was second grade, she came home and she said to me, Mommy, one of the boys in my class has a funny something on his face and nobody will play with him. I said, Vanessa, you be the right person and do the right thing. You go play with him, and once you do, everybody else will. And that taught her an excellent lesson, and everybody started playing with him. As she grew up, most, mm-hmm. most of the boys that she dated were not white. and We are white, um, oriental, Puerto Rican. She's married to a Puerto Rican now, and... She dated a black man. I loved him. And I taught her very young that everybody is equal. And thank you for sharing that the way you're sharing it. Thank you. And I kudos to you as a mom for that because it's really, really important. I, I, but, But when people have, and they justify, many justify, oh, that this, I don't really fully understand, and I'm a really good psychic, why some people seem to have such a hatred, not just a little concern or not just a little, I don't really know you, but some people, a hatred. That's taught. Mm -hmm. That is taught. There could be some genetic karmic patterning. However, it doesn't have to activate. All of that can be tweaked. That's the whole thing. We are, as a species, able to actually have conscious mm, participation in our evolution, energetically, emotionally, 
even physically, on every level. I'm not saying we could just snap a finger and it happens. And if you know how to do that, I would like to learn. It's a process, yeah, for most of us, because it's time for us, and I've been saying this for a long time, it's time for us to go beyond third dimension. It's time for us to be operating on a higher plane, because third dimension is, Let's say the people that choose to use it for control and domination and all of that, that's their game. It isn't my game. It right. isn't. Now, I'm not saying that, like, with, I'll be straight up about this, like with whether my website or my books, I want them to look good. I do. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. them to be attractive. I like right. them to be intelligent. I like them to be functional. I like them to be appealing to whomever is going to use them because mm-hmm. it needs to be, they want something that they want to deal with. So if it right. doesn't look like that or feel like that, yes, I will go over with whomever the person is that's doing it so that it becomes that. And then at a certain point we release. And are there mistakes in all my books to my absolute sorry, Yes, there are. Did we go over them a lot? Yes, we did. On whose shoulders is the responsibility? Mine. 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 So I have learned that no matter how many times one may have, forget one, me, that I had Mm -hmm. gone over it, there could still be mistakes. And at a certain point, one just has to, I, I, and one, and any of us simply have to let go Mm-hmm. and correct as we go. I'm not talking major mistakes. I'm not talking factual mistakes. I don't mean like that. But some Mine other little something. Say again? Mine is a big mistake that I don't know how I did not see it because I talk about mental illness. But the heading of one of the, the stories, because I have my own book that I combine a lot of stories, and it talks about mental illness. It's missing yeah. the mental. No, I get and that. And then you have to look at it. How did I not see that? I went over it how many yes. times? Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So at a certain point, one has to let it go and move forward mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. onward or outward or inward or wherever it is, is the next step because it isn't always a straight line. Right. Life isn't a straight line. Look at a tree. Look at a flower. They don't grow in straight lines. Right. Our body is in straight lines. It's a movement. Right. It's an energetic. It, it's a frequency. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I will say this to everyone who's listening. If you really do want to shift your frequency, your energy, your consciousness to a higher level and release what I like to call junk, J-U-N-Q-U-E, junk, yes. Yes. within you, I really can be of support and help to you. You really can get a private reading or healing with me wherever you live. The seminars right now, you really need to come in. They're the, I'm talking the full-day seminars. They are incredibly experiential. When I have them videoed, then there can be another level. But when you're here where I am, and right now I do them at home, so they're small groups under 10 people, as they grow, I'll do them in a bigger place. Well, yeah, I like doing them here in my Goddess Heart Gallery Salon because I make the raw vegan food that we eat for lunch. That is nice. I'm yes. going to come down to one of these. You should. You should. 
Yes. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. We'll work it out. I'm serious about that. Yes. We'll work it out. Yes. Okay. And then we'll look at. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You're um, welcome. I want to ask you to share a little bit about what we do, our field, because there's a lot of people <laughs> that look down on us. Right. Things are changing, but what do you find with the world of people thinking what we do? Okay, so one, I'm from Manhattan. I am from the city. So I have a Manhattan woman's mentality in the sense of I'm used to knowing people from everywhere. I've traveled to Africa, not recently, need to go back, Europe, I've been to the Caribbean, and I've been to various places in this country. So I'm, it's normal for me to be with people of different religions, backgrounds, all this kind of thing. However, the people I generally attract are people that want to grow. Now I'm in Florida, a little different, okay, also wonderful people, a little different. There are people who ask me, do you come from God? And then I have to, I have to tell you, it's, it's, as a human, there are times I can be a little, little bit, mm, how do I want to say this? New okay. York from the mouth, okay? So if they say, do you come from God? There's a part of me that sometimes would like to say, I don't normally, but would like to say, where else is there? So I go, yes. Does the work come from God? Yes. Okay? Yes. I said, we're all from, from God. God is source, great spirit. Some people want to know, there are some people, because of whatever their conditioning is, that if I say the word psychic, rather than spiritual therapist, they run in another direction. When I was, even in the city, as I said, I lived in Chelsea. Well, I lived mm-hmm. a lot of places, but I lived mainly in Chelsea. And once I was up in Harlem with a friend of mine for an event. Uh, I believe it was in a church. It was somewhere. It was really nice. We were wearing our African clothing, and I was meeting the women there. It was We really were getting along well. And then one of them said, what do you do? And I could see my friend hold her breath. And I said, I'm a psychic. At the time, I was full-time psychic. Now I books and artist and all these other things also. I was full-time psychic with a TV show. And okay. so I said, I'm a psychic. And they pulled back these ladies in that environment and said, yeah. you can't be. They said, we like you. What do you do? <laughs> so I explained what I actually do. And they looked at me and they said, no, no, no. You're not a psychic. You're a prophetess like us. So, yes, I would not have called myself that. So what I know, and I know this, is different people need to hear different words so they can take it in. Some people have been so conditioned, either from one book or another, I'm not going to name names, that if you're a this, you're no good. If you're a that, you're good. Mm -hmm. So not everyone knows how to read and sense energy. They simply have heard you can't be this word, but you can be that word. So I have one of my clients, who's also at this point a friend, recommends me very highly on social media. 
She's okay. just won an award. I'll mention her name. What the heck? Maybe somebody knows her. Sheila Marie okay. Roulette. She just won the Standing Ovation Award at the uh, Glam and Girl Power event. She mentions me all over, uh, what do you call that thing, uh, Snapchat and a lot of the social media where you make all the pictures, Zoom, all these things, and the one that begins with a P, which right, which is right now not coming to mind, and all of that. And uh-huh. she calls me her healer and her spiritual therapist. So people like call me. And, yeah, well, I am that. So, right. and one of my clients who wanted to discuss me with her more conventional mainstream people. So she called, <laughs> I have to laugh. She called me her life strategist. Okay. So her, I'm a life strategist or a metaphysical. So different people need different language so they can take it in. And I do my best to give that language and then do what I do. (laughs) And when people grow and feel good, usually they love it. Now, there are a few times, and I've been doing this work professionally for 37 years. Okay? Okay. That's professionally for 37 years. And in that time, there were twice that I can think of, only two times, where one person felt so good as the result of the healing. I'm a Rohan therapist, and we're doing Rohan. He felt so good. He said, no, no. He said, I can't allow myself to feel this good. (laughs) Yes. And he literally did something within himself to shift, to shift the vibration he had. Now, there were three times. And once I was working at a psychological, like some big meeting of psychologists. This was in New York. They took over a house. It was really cool. So I was doing readings. And I did a reading for this one woman. And she'd had whatever the issues were. And in the reading, it all got cleared up. She was buoyant. She was absolutely buoyant. Then she went and spoke to one of her peers, and he said, in essence, because she came back to me, what does that woman know? I was that woman. What does that woman know? She doesn't have all these initials after her name, doctor of this, of that. And so he down-talked this woman who had released these issues and had a new understanding of herself and, as I said, was buoyant. I mean, her eyes were glowing in a good way, not in some weird way, okay? And then she came back to me and said, how dare you, or something to that effect. Her friend, blah, 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 had said that I, meaning me, the one you're talking to, didn't have the qualifications from the schools, which, by the way, I have studied this, and I actually do have qualification, just not those qualifications. And da-da-da-da. And she was morose. She didn't have that glow and shine in her eyes. And she had literally allowed that person who was the peer to talk her out of her newfound awarenesses. 
amazing to me because it, it hadn't is. fit it into is. his belief system. Right. What and I just tell so, people is, yeah. because people tell me, oh, no, you're not going to like that person. And my response is, well, I'm going to meet that person, and I'm going to make up my own mind if I like them or not, or if I believe mm-hmm. them or not, because everybody has their own way of looking things. And yeah. I will not let somebody else tell me something and take it to heart, because it's not reality. Yeah. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah, and people grow. People shift. And mm-hmm. some people, like in astrology or energetically or frequencies, sometimes two people get on really well, but one of those people not, may not get on so easily with a third person, whereas right. another person might get on with that third person. Different vibes. Mm-hmm. That's why That's people... Right. That, when I do charts, I'm also an astrologer, Western astrology, okay. and when I do charts, it's easy to see who's going to get along and where the the ease is, as well as where the potential conflicts can be, what they're about and how to deal with them and go beyond and what each person is learning, because we're here to learn. We're on this Mm -hmm. earth to learn, to grow, to evolve, to enjoy, to contribute, to bless. And everyone's got their own purpose here. It's not all the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And if people refuse to do it, then they refuse. I've learned. I, I meant it when I said I used to think I had to work with everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really now choose to work with those people who really want to grow. And it doesn't matter right. to me if you've never done this before. I'll call you my, one of my virgins. It doesn't matter. As long as you want to grow, I'll work with you. Right. Exactly. And... You will grow. Now, if someone expects to suddenly morph from being stuck and in pain and misery and unhappiness to suddenly float in the air in one session, it doesn't (laughs) usually happen. I used to think I had to do that. I did. I did. It doesn't normally happen in one. Yes. It doesn't normally happen in one session. It will in a few. Right. In one session, though, I can pretty much guarantee you will get some release in something. You'll certainly get awarenesses. I've been doing this, Mm -hmm. as I said, years, years. Right, right. And I've seen what happens with my clients. And if I give homework, the guys will give homework. (laughs) Either a breathing attunement or something. It's important to do it. Right. I mean, I still have to do this. It isn't like I wake up and bounce out of bed occasionally. I have to meditate. I meditated before this show. Okay. I, it's, I still work on my energy. Yes. And I, I still work on clearing. Mm-hmm. I'm not exempt from this. No one is. Right. Deepak right. Chopra meditates for two hours a day. Wow. Okay. Yes, that's what he said, two hours a day. So if he, who's a high person, meditates for two hours a day, who is anyone to think that they are so beyond that, no, they don't have to do anything. They'll just run around on their ego. Right. And that's one of the reasons. If someone doesn't get to this center 
And we all can, by the way, everyone, in various different ways. That's why there's so many addictions, whether it's alcohol, food, drugs, shopping, sex, power. I don't mean personal power. Personal power is different. That's an internal centeredness thing. I'm not talking about that. Okay? And that's real power, by the way. The people that want to grab and grab and grab, most of them are empty inside. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. That's their ego. Yeah. Dysfunction. We're over an hour, so I wanted to read. Yep. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, and bless you. Yes, the same to you. Thank you. I I have a couple more questions. I just wanted to um, read this testimonial because I know who this person is, and I feel it's, it's it comes from her heart, too. Audrey has the gift of knowing and a dedication to this planet and all human beings like no other. Her tireless actions of creating safe spaces and wisdom are astounding opening up to the realms of possibility of loving one another no matter what race we are or what difference we have is imperative for our survival. Audrey is a champion of love. And that's by Burge Smith-Lyons, and she's the founder of Essence of Being. And it's what you focus on expands. So um, I'm thrilled to be able to share that, and it it confirms everything that you've been saying because I can feel the love from you. I can feel the power coming from you. I can feel the energy that I felt when I picked this card for you. And, you know, as we know that the cards come the way they're supposed to and not just any old card. (laughs) Right, right. You know, my husband used to tell me that when I first started reading cards. And he says, oh, you could say anything about any card. I said, but they're all the right ones at the right time. Yes. Birch is amazing. I love Birch. Yes. I'll be seeing her this weekend. I'm so excited about that. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm also trying to um, set up something for her to come to New York and do um, a workshop with a couple other people. So that's in the works, too. I'm going to be in New York in June. Oh, okay. So then we will see each other in June for sure. Okay, good, 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 good. Oh, yay, that's right. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. I'll talk about that. I just, um, I had another question I wanted to ask, but I'm not sure what it was. So um, is there anything else that you wanted to bring to the public that we didn't talk about yet. Let me see. We'll see if you can find that thing. Let me see if the guides want Mhm. Okay. I, I love may have the met- one thing that you wrote. You wrote something for me, and I love it. You are a peace messenger. That is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. The biggest yeah. thing, and it's going to sound so obvious and so foundational, and so simple. And yet here it is. This is what the guides want me to say. Love yourself. Everyone who's listening through whatever, please love yourself. Yes, there are shifts and tweaks 
and whatnots within you or your ego or whatever that most likely would benefit from shifting. Love yourself in the midst before, after, and doing, during. It makes it easier. And remember, whatever your language is, we're a soul. We're made of light. We're light beings. We're part of the very energy, the very consciousness, the very whatever word one wants to use that makes up everything. Right. We are coagulated as third dimensional beings. But that's, that's just a drop of what we really are. When you really start to get that and feel it and live it, your whole being will change. Bless you so much. We are more amazing, each and every one of us, than most of us have any idea. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. This has been great. Um, I realize myself since I've been learning how to read the cards and now I'm a medium and everything I am realizing the difference in life like I said 90% loving myself and the change that has come over me since my attempt in 2014 it's like God made way for me to be happier and look at things differently Good. I'm glad that you did not manage to do that thing. I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you. But he had a plan, and he wanted me to do this and share it with the world. I let people know um, that it wasn't the actual attempt that makes a difference. It's the actual getting through it and becoming the person that I am today and letting people know that they can do it too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that we all is, have gifts. That is, yep. That is exactly what the whole thing was. So um, I would like to have you also share again your toll-free number and your new website address. Thank and you. And what people can get. Go ahead. Okay. My, thank you so much for that. The toll-free number is... Eight 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 seven five seven three two two three. If you like words, it's eight 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 seven five peace. P E A C E. My website, it will be up very soon, is Audrey Now A U D as in David Dream. A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W dot com. And you can email me at Audrey Now, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W at gmail dot com. And write on the subject line that you met me on Catherine's show so I will make sure that I read the email and and because I met you through Catherine's show whatever my fees are for anything 
you will get a special price. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my gift. That's a wonderful gift. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. And Bless good luck with your website because I'm sure it's going to have a lot of great information. The one that you have up now is wonderful already, but I'm looking forward. And Thank you. I also want to share with you that when you do write your next book and uh, you have new events coming up to let me know so I can let people know and oh, thank share you. with everybody that is able to come to see you in person. Again, thank um, you. Audrey lives in Florida, so that's where her, her events are. And as you said, you're going to do events and record them so people can see them on the computer eventually, correct? Yes, yes. And if okay. people want me to come to where they are, then they can arrange groups and whatever and the facilities. I can travel. Okay. okay. That's I'm, yeah, I'm portable. I'm barely five feet. I weigh 95 pounds. I'm easily <laughs> to pack. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> that is great. I really had a good time talking with you. Thank you Thank so you. Much. Blessings. Me too. Thank you so yes. much, Catherine. And blessings to you, Audrey. So again, thank you, Audrey, for sharing with us, and this was a great conversation. I hope everyone got a lot out of it and um, understands a lot of some of the talk that we did share. So everyone, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything Audrey had to share. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for the, the time that we had together. As a reminder, I offer a free report on receiving messages from beyond. If you are interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find information on my programs and readings page. We can talk on the phone, through Skype, or email, and if you live local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person. And my website is www.katherinemlab.com. And again, you can find Audrey at a-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W dot com, and her email address is the same, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W at gmail dot com. This is Catherine Lamp. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for Thank listening you. to our we hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.